Sovereignty is something that many of us talk about, but what does it actually take to become a sovereign being? Join me as I dive into this and so much more in this episode of Potent Truth. Tune in and learn why you're really struggling with staying disciplined, how discipline alone is impossible to maintain, the importance of understanding what you're devoted to, how we can be unconsciously devoted to things that harm us, the power of discernment, and four questions to ask yourself to step into a deeper state of sovereignty. My book, Potent Leadership, is available on Amazon and Audible. So grab the book today. If you have yet to do so, just head to www.potentleadership.com. And if you do grab a copy on Amazon or Audible, please do me a favor and leave a rating and review. It just takes a few minutes and you would be helping me get this book out to more leaders around the world. You can also join me on Telegram, rubyframon.com forward slash Telegram. And whether you are a loyal listener or you're brand new to the podcast, please take a moment to download a few episodes of Potent Truth and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Again, your ratings and reviews, whether it's for the book or for the podcast, really help get this content out to more leaders around the world. Now it's time to talk about discipline, devotion, discernment, and sovereignty. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion, and deep within your center, therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, changemakers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremon, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. Welcome back leaders and happy new year. It's been about six weeks since we last connected in this way. And I am so excited to be back. I really needed that time off and some space year end to process a lot that I was that I had been feeling and navigating in 2021. Um, but to also allow myself some space during the holiday season, um, because, well, to be honest with you, my heart was a little tender, as many of you probably experienced yourselves. We are now well over two years into this circus show. And for me, it's been two years since I've seen my family in Canada. And so navigating another holiday season was emotionally rough. Um, and again, 
as I'm sure many of you listening experienced your own sadness and grief around the holidays. But what I chose to anchor into was who I did have around me and what I did have and the love that my husband and I share and and where we're at today. 2021 was such a massive initiation for me in a multitude of ways. It was also the year that brought me to my second dark night of the soul. And if you want to hear more about that, just head back to episode 213, where I talk about this dark night. The majority of the year, I I was on my knees in prayer, just sitting with old traumas that had resurfaced as well as new traumas sitting with the uncertainty of where I'm taking my leadership and my work and my life. There were so many pieces in my personal life that were falling apart in the back and, you know, behind the scenes that you didn't see and that I chose not to hide from you, but to keep sacred. And that's something that I think we all need to remember is that we get to hold certain things sacred in our lives. We don't have to share everything online. And that doesn't mean you're any less transparent. It just means that you're honoring yourself and and the things that you hold sacred. So all of that to say 2021 was a fucking hell of a year. And I'm glad I took a little bit of time off towards the end of the year. Not as much as I usually take. But I'm in the midst of recalibrating myself for this new year, for 2022. 2021 felt like a massive initiation and 2022 feels like there's an activation brewing. I feel this both for the collective and for myself. But personally for me, the activation is still brewing. It's still making itself known. And I'm not forcing it. I'm not pushing it. And if you feel an activation brewing, that that's something that I would love for you to consider is what if you just let the activation happen without force? Something that I was really reflecting on over my time off was what our collective is, is really going through. I mean, there were days during the holidays where I found myself crying for myself and the grief that I was feeling within my family, but then the tears would explode into this guttural grief, a guttural cry for our collective and for humanity, because I was really tapping into uh, the frequency that the emotional field of my fellow brothers and sisters on this planet. And there is a lot of grief right now. There is, there's a lot of upheaval. There is a lot that we are going through as a collective as, and as individuals. And so sovereignty was something that kept coming up during my reflections. And how 2021, I was really, really focused on personal sovereignty. I have, for the past 20 years, been extremely devoted to my health. 
but I was looking at that in a different way in 2021 and finding new ways to, to be devoted to my health and my well-being, not just the physical health, but my mental, emotional, and spiritual. I was taking a lot of audits of my business and my leadership in the way that I'm showing up and letting go of the pieces that no longer felt aligned because the times have changed. So there was a lot of personal sovereignty that I was navigating in 2021, as I know many of you have been navigating as well. And three things kept coming up for me as I was reflecting on sovereignty. And these are the three things I want to talk about in today's episode. Discernment, discipline, and devotion. These are three things that I invite you to understand on a deeper level as you initiate into a deeper state of sovereignty this year. Because I know from what I've been feeling that sovereignty is something that we're all seeking to find for ourselves as our world and and the current matrix that we had been living in continues to crumble. So let's start with discipline and devotion. Now, I want to start off by saying I have always, up until I would say 20, actually up until 2021, I've always been an extremely disciplined person. Um, Me and discipline just went hand in hand. I knew what I needed to do and would do it. However, I found that, you know, in the past recent years, maybe since 2019, actually, since my trip to the jungle, I found that my discipline wasn't always coming from a good place. A lot of times, it would feel good at the beginning and then it would start to feel really forced and uncomfortable and misaligned in some way. Devotion came into my life in 2019. That word dropped in. I I don't know how or where or whether it was one of my many plant medicine ceremonies, but the word dropped in and it dropped in and angered itself into my soul. And I started to see the beauty of devotion and let go of the principle of discipline. This is when I uncovered that living life without devotion isn't living at all. It's what happens when you give your power up and accept powerlessness as your state of being. Living life without devotion is you living on autopilot. And this is what we're seeing in our world today. And this might even be what you're experiencing. See, most people, and especially in the personal development space and the entrepreneurial space, to be honest, most people think they need more discipline. But what they truly need, what they truly need is devotion. See, discipline becomes the container to support that which you are devoted to. I'm going to say that one more time. Discipline becomes the container to support that which you are devoted to. 
This is why most people, perhaps even you, struggle with discipline. Now, discipline, the word itself, the act of discipline has a very masculine frequency. It's all about taking control and abiding by a set of expectations. Whereas devotion, devotion has a feminine frequency. It's about connecting with your heart space and understanding what truly feels meaningful to you, what truly matters to you. So discipline without devotion is really hard and completely unintentional. There's no heartfelt reason for you to be disciplined. You're just disciplined for the sake of being disciplined. But when you understand what it is that you're devoted to, the discipline follows and it becomes the masculine counterpart. I always joke around and say that I can always tell what someone's devoted to through their actions um, or inactions. I mean, think about it. The opposite of devotion is indifference, hatred, disloyalty. So without being consciously devoted to something, you are actually unconsciously indifferent. You are unconsciously experiencing hatred and you are unconsciously being disloyal with yourself. So there are two forms of devotion. We have our unconscious devotion and we have our conscious devotion. So as an example, in the past, I used to be really devoted, unconsciously devoted to my pain and my suffering. This is prior to me even embarking on my journey um, in 2012. But every single one of my decisions, my actions, the people I surrounded myself with, everything that I was doing in my life and who I was being was based on this unconscious devotion to my pain and my suffering. And because I was unconsciously devoted to my pain and my suffering, I continued to create it in my life by surrounding myself with people who would create more pain and suffering, by surrounding myself with experiences or saying yes to experiences that would create more pain and suffering by taking actions that would create more pain and suffering. Now, another example of unconscious devotion is um, how I used to unconsciously be devoted to my image and how I'm perceived. Now, this is something that stems way back in my trauma line, um, generational trauma for sure, um, but also trauma from this lifetime with, with Social media being what it is, you know, we become really unconsciously devoted to image and how we're being perceived. And for a while, that was me. I would say that was me until the beginning of last year when I started going through my second dark night of the soul. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, none of this feels aligned anymore. I, I don't want to be on the scene as much. I don't want to be seen as much. I don't feel like preaching the same shit that I used to preach when the world was different and everyone was happy and comfortable in the matrix. Like it just doesn't align. That's when I became conscious of this unconscious devotion and I started to shift. Now, conscious devotion is what we consciously choose to devote ourselves to. An example is I consciously chose to devote myself to my health and well-being. And well 
back when I was 21 years old and, or 23 years old, and I hit my first rock bottom. Since then, for the past almost 20 years, I have been consciously devoted to my health and well-being. And over the past, I would say two years, three years, that conscious devotion has now become my number one devotion. Nothing beats this devotion. Like if it ever came to a decision where I had to choose between this and something different, I will always choose my health and well-being, always. Now, this conscious devotion shows up in my life through discipline. Discipline creates the container for this devotion. So for example, my rituals, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me post stories of me doing my rituals in the morning, but I have certain rituals that are non-negotiables in my life. Like these are things that I do because of my devotion to self. And I don't, it's like, if you use discipline for the sake of using discipline, like January 1st, when people say, oh, I want to use this year to, to be fit, but they don't really understand why it's this um, very heady or ego-based, um, completely untethered from the soul and heart decision that they make to become disciplined. One, you're not going to have longevity in that. And two, it's not going to feel good. For me, my rituals in the morning feel really good. For me, going to the gym feels really fucking good. For me, eating healthy feels really fucking good because I'm consciously devoted to my health and well-being. This feels good. So other people may look at me and my life and the way that I eat and the way that I treat my body and say, wow, you are so disciplined. And I look at it and be like, you know what? This is just my life. This is how I choose to live. So you have to understand what's most important to you. And this honestly can change in different seasons of your life. It can change and, and these seasons can change in a year. You have to understand what's most meaningful to you in each season of your life. This isn't about what other people say you should hold meaningful. This isn't about what other people say you should be prioritizing in your life. This is about you deeply understanding that which you are devoted to and, and claiming it, claiming that you are devoted to these things. So a couple of questions that I want you to ask yourself and write these down. It's question one, what am I currently devoted to? And I want you to dig deep and see if you can uncover what you're unconsciously devoted to. And you can do so, like I mentioned, through your actions, like look at your actions or your inactions. For example, if you want to go to the gym, but you don't go to the gym, then that means you're not consciously devoted to your fitness or your health or your well-being, but perhaps you're unconsciously devoted to your suffering or devoted to your illness or the label that your illness has given you. So ask yourself, what am I currently devoted to? And then the second question is, and what am I ready to devote myself to instead? This is where it becomes a, co a conscious devotion. Okay. Now let's dive deeper into discipline. Again, 
Discipline is the container to support that which you are devoted to. It's the masculine to the feminine. Discipline without devotion is going to feel really forced. And it's going to be really hard to maintain because it's completely unintentional. What you really need to understand is that discipline is not about how hard you go or how fast you are or how quickly you can accomplish something. It's about how devoted you are. And this runs deep. Having discipline doesn't make you a sovereign being. It doesn't make you sovereign at all. Having conscious devotion makes you a sovereign being. See, forcing yourself to do something as we do with discipline is what we're seeing on a mass scale in our world today. Think about it. Look around you. So many people are forcing themselves to do something. And it's completely misaligned. This is not being sovereign. A sovereign being never forces themselves to do or be anything. So ask yourself this question and write this down. Does my current use of discipline feel forced? So take an audit of your life and all the ways in which you practice discipline, whether it's through your business, through your work, through your fitness, through your health, uh, through your boundaries, family, whatever it is. Does it feel forced in any way, shape, or form? Because if it feels forced, then it's time for you to reconsider what it is that you are devoted to. So now moving on to discernment. Living life without discernment is compliance. Okay, I'm going to say that one again, too, because it's a little bit of a love punch right here. Living life without discernment is compliance. Discernment is what makes us human. This is our superpower. This is how we maintain our sovereignty. So you have to ask yourself and write this one down, where in my life Am I lacking discernment? There was an event that I spoke at last year, um, Dr. Brett Jones. You probably know him. If you follow me online, you probably know Dr. Brett. He's a good friend of mine, dear soul brother. I spoke at his soul revival event last year. And um, oh, FYI, I'll be speaking at the event this year as well. So keep your ears and eyes peeled for news on that. But at the event last year, there was another chiropractor there named Dr. Jordan Bonham, and he shared this with me. He said, once you discern who you are, then you can discern who you are not. Once you discern who you are, then you can discern who you are not. These words landed beautifully because it's so true. For so many of us, we walk around life as the labels that we either decide we are or that have been projected upon us. But at some point in your life, you get to discern who you are. You get to dive deep into the inner work to understand who you fucking are. And then once you discern who you are, that then and only then can you discern who you are not. 
which strengthens and fortifies your sovereignty. You get to discern who you are. You get to discern who you are not. You get to discern how you feel about the people around you. You get to discern what feels like truth and what feels like a lie. You get to discern what feels true for you. You get to discern that which you are devoted to. And through that devotion, you'll create discipline. This is the path to sovereignty. And this is the path that I invite you to take this year. As we enter 2022 together, let us rise up as a collective of sovereign beings. This is my prayer for you. I talk a lot about devotion. In fact, there's an entire chapter dedicated to devotion, which is one of my favorites. And it's one of the chapters that I get the most feedback on from my readers. It's so, so good. So if you have yet to grab your copy of my book, Potent Leadership, head to www.potentleadership.com today. You can grab it on Amazon. And if you don't like to support Amazon, you can also go into your favorite local bookstore and have them order a copy in for you. Um, What else is new? Well, Potent Leadership is now on Audible, which is really exciting because now it acts as a total activation. Um, It's pretty fucking wild and unreal. And my editors helped me, my producers actually helped create such an epic sounding book. So if you are an Audible fan, please go to Audible and download your copy of Potent Leadership today. And if you purchase your copy on Amazon or on Audible, please do me a favor. I beg you, please just take the time to leave a rating and review. I cannot stress this enough. It truly helps get the book out to more leaders around the world. You would be doing me the biggest favor and just send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally when you do so. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Potent Truth, where I'm taking you on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. Make sure you download a few episodes of this podcast and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Yes, I'm asking for another rating and review. If you've listened to this podcast many times and you still have yet to do so, come on, I'm waiting. And of course, you can still connect with me on social media. I am there until they take me off. Um, And I'm still there speaking my fucking truth. So join me on Instagram. That's where I like to hang out the most. My handle is at I am Ruby. Or alternatively, you can text hashtag potent truth to 1781336 to start receiving weekly potent reminders, as well as connect with me via text. And yes, you'll be texting directly with me. Now, if you are on Telegram and you're interested in connecting there, then join my Awake and Aware community, rubyframon.com forward slash telegram. For those of you who have been sharing pictures of yourself with the book, thank you so much. If you have yet to share pictures of you with the book, please do share pictures and tag me at I am Ruby and use the hashtag uh, potent leadership 
for a chance to get featured. Finally, make sure you check back on Monday because I am back at it, my friends, for a brand new episode of Potent Truth. Aho leaders.